This is Influencing Insider, the weekly webinar that interviews Australia and New Zealand's best journalists about how they like to work with communications professionals. To view our complete library of episodes and register for the live shows, head to influencing.com forward slash insider. Hi and welcome to Insider. I'm Mike Woodcock, your host. Pedestrian's newest title, The Chainsaw, was launched a little over a month ago. The Chainsaw covers finance, culture and business through the lens of Web 3.0. To explain what that means and how to share your news is their Melbourne-based head of editorial, Samantha Howard. Welcome, Samantha. Sorry, I've got delayed internet. How are you? It's fine and great. How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, first off, uh, the introduction. Um, I said that you would explain all of Web 3.0, um, <laughs> which might be an overstatement, but actually when we spoke earlier, you did a pretty solid job. So um, could I get you to just explain, I suppose, um, the site and its intent and the audience that you're looking to address? Yeah. Um, so about Web 3.0 first or more about the audience? More about the audience. Yeah, so our audience are people who are interested or curious or already involved within the Web3 crypto and blockchain space. Um, the audience at the moment in the beginning is, is, is quite broad. So there's a lot of people within crypto and that kind of ranges from your more traditional finance market interested, like sort of Bloomberg crypto, Cointelegraph kind of audience. And then moving across to like the more cultural kind of Reddit sort of community. Um, so we basically tell our stories through a variety of verticals. So there's culture, which talks to kind of the ways that blockchain and crypto is, is changing the way that communities interact together or, or how blockchain or NFTs, for example, are being used for like within art industries and music industries. And then business is more about what are the projects and the innovators and founders who are making these bold moves to really make shifts within their industries as well via blockchain tech. Uh, and also the big brands that are making these, um, you know, major partnerships and um, innovating in different ways. And then we have the finance vertical. So that's your more, more traditional um, decentralized finance, uh, uh, what's actually happening with, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, altcoins, um, the regulation aspect, the law aspect. Um, and, yeah, they're told via different reporters that we've got in our, in our dream team. Okay, that makes sense. So um, uh, you've got the, the finance people looking at, I suppose, the numbers that they change and I suppose the regulatory environment that's sort of doing that. Um, and you've got the business that looks after the industry itself. And the culture one is the part that I'd definitely be interested in because uh, I'm a big art fan and there's some amazing things happening in that space. So um, I'll be definitely leaning in for that. Um, who would I be sending my stories to? Uh, I, if if I'm a PR person, I'm looking to share some news across with you. Is there one contact point for for all three, or are there specific contact points? Or yeah, so to myself as well. So mine's just samantha.howard at pedestriangroup.com.au, and then we have Dale Warburton. Um, he's our managing editor, um, and he's mostly interested in the sort of uh, yeah re regulatory legal side but he's also working with all of our freelance contributors and reporters as well on different stories 
and then Tom Mitchell Hill, he's our finance reporter. Um, and then we'll soon, uh, we're about to hire our biz full-time business and culture reporters. So when we have those guys, um, yeah, if anyone has relevant stories, they're more than welcome to send to, to any of us. Perfect. Um, and how do, how do you like to start off a relationship with people sending you stories? Is it you prefer getting a phone call or an email pitch out? or? Yep. So usually yeah, email is perfect. Um, luckily, we're, you know, in these early days, so we don't have like 100 emails being sent like a lot of other mainstream publications. Um, so email is usually the best bet. Um, feel free to follow up. And uh, it's, it's also good to use Telegram as well, just for instant messages, just in case uh, we don't get to emails quite quickly. Uh, but yeah, I'd say the best bet, maybe not phone calling, just because crypto, the pace of crypto means that we're sort of all over a lot of different things at, at one time. So yeah, email's best. What, uh, what would make a good pitch? What would make an email stand out in your email inbox? Yeah, so <laughs> the, the way, the way we, we discuss it as a team is, um, if you were to say like cool story, as in like, you know, that saying like cool story yep. versus that's a really cool story. So we hope that we kind of, you know, hope that people will essentially fall off their seat when they, you know, read a headline or hear a new news story and that people aren't going to always fall off their seat. But the idea is that it needs to be like quite, you know, compelling, something new that people haven't heard of before. Um, yeah, sorry, the, can you ask that question again? There was another bit that I was going to speak to. <laughs> yeah, the idea of what makes a good pitch um, and, yeah. and, and something that makes it pop in your inbox. Yeah, so we're, our main goal is to tell data-driven stories. So um, we like to hear stories about what are trends that are happening within the space. Um, so like a good example is the, the Swift guys recently did a, um, a, a survey uh, and there was a really interesting data point that we pulled out about how um, women actually totally slayed um, men when it came to investing last year. Um, so if you can kind of pull out really interesting points that uh, data points that tell a story, um, that's yeah really good as well. And then also commentary is just something that journalists will need all the time. So it's kind of good to think like a journalist and, and, and know what stories are, are trending um, each day and each week. Uh, because, you know, journals will likely be covering all of those beats and they'll be needing to have at least like one to three um, expert comments within a story. So, uh, you know, there's a few times where we've reached out and haven't sort of heard back from people. So we have to run it without getting their response. So if there's a way to sort of like be there ready with some commentary on an important um, piece, then that's amazing. And sometimes it might not get picked up just because the piece may already go out. But it's, you know, it's 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 just great to know that we can always sort of um, collaborate with that sort of like representative, for example, on, on further commentary. So uh, it's important to make sure that you've got data within the story to help. I suppose bolster bolster the content, a contact point for for further commentary and quotes. I mean that 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 seems essential, um, and something that makes people go, "That's a cool story," rather than "cool story." Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, now, in terms of you said you were open to follow ups, what sort of time frame would 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 you consider to be appropriate? An hour, a day, a week? Yeah, probably like within an hour, um, I'd say. We're regularly trying to check all of our um, different communication platforms. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say an hour is a good amount of time. Within 30 minutes, um, yeah, we've probably just got our eyes across something else during that time. Wow, okay. Um, so what's what's important for 
for the chainsaw right now, I mean, uh, a week ago it would have been perhaps on on some of the heat um, happening in the markets, um, certainly crypto space. Um, but what what's important right now? What's what's on your desk that you're working yeah. on right now? So, the thing that's setting us apart as a chainsaw is is having that community led uh, cultural focus of our stories. So, in my past role, I was um, working as a PR representative and working with a lot of different reporters from like um, Bloomberg and um, like Coin Geek and all of these different um, publications. And they do focus a lot on finance, um, but the cultural stories are really missing from the space. So crypto tends to have a bit of a bad rep because people think that it is only just this volatile bunch of digital assets, but it's actually so much more than that. So we are always on the lookout for uh, those type of stories that can kind of go a bit deeper and um, allow us to educate people on on sort of like what's happening with different communities, how they're congregating together, uh, and and those sort of topics within the cultural space. So art, music, gaming. Gaming is also a really big one, um, and and of course business as well. And when I say business, it's it's about like yeah, what are those new innovations or new explorations that leaders are venturing into within this space i'm seeing uh, i'm seeing a lot of really smart artists coming out of actually melbourne um that are, that are making use of that digital space and 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 converting digital art to nfts and and uh, as as a traditional sort of painter's sketch slash sketch i've had my head around the, the digital art thing and I've been looking at it just going I don't understand it and then when mm -hmm. NFT came in now I get it now I get it there's a way to sort of put a bit of a, a I suppose ownership around some of the works that you're creating but then there's other ways to do it and and it's an interesting intersection of, of business and culture and 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 finance as, as you've highlighted so um yeah I'll be definitely following you um, Carla asks a great question. How do you approach educational content for crypto newbies? Because there, there are a few of them and us out there. Um, what information is missing from those pieces where an expert or data can fill in the gaps? Yeah, so we have um, Chainpedia. So I, I we're only, yeah, only a month in. Um, we're in the middle of like briefing out that to a lot of freelancers. So um, that's everything from how do you mint a, an NFT? <laughs> when that's out, I can send that to you, Mike. Um, to like, how does Bitcoin mining work? So those pieces need to come from experts who are in the space. Mm. Um, so there is potential for like that uh, contributors within that area. Um, but uh, opinion pieces are also something that we're super interested in. So I've got a doc of guidelines that I can share with anyone who's interested in. Um, we basically look for yeah, thought leaders who have a pretty strong opinion or stance um, or they recognise that there's some really big gaps in the space that's preventing the industry from moving forward. And so whatever the niche of a founder is and what, what expertise they have and they can speak to, if they've got an opinion about it, then, yeah, more than welcome to pitch in an op-ed on the topic. That's great. Thank you. Um, and it's great that you are running that educational side of things because... Uh, there, there can be some assumed knowledge, especially in new spaces like this. So it's good that they, you, you've got that layered approach to your audience. Um, Dali's asked a question, which, which I was also wondering when you were talking about um, putting forward a spokesperson. How would you prefer to receive commentary as a media release in a block of quotes or an opportunity to interview? Um, and I suppose 
as a follow-up question, when it's time to sit, share uh, the details of a, a spokesperson, how would you like to receive that? Yep. So, yeah, there's a couple of ways. I think the best way would be via that commentary that's like already prepared on a topic. Um, conscious that that can take a little bit of time and founders are quite busy, but I also know that, you know, um, as reps, um, we also like, yeah, can craft a lot of that that's inspired by the founder. Um, so I think just, yeah, trying to prepare that commentary and then sending it out as soon as possible, like early in the morning, because basically we have our, need, our, our newsroom chat from 9 to 9.30 so when we decide to take the stories. Um, so anything that sort of comes through in the afternoon, it might just be too late and by the next day the crypto news cycle moves so fast that it just would potentially be an old story. Um, and then it's also good just to receive like uh, we do a lot of feature stories as well. So we really like covering like what's happening within the industry, um, you know, supply chain and, and these kind of spaces, again, where there's a, there is innovation and development, but it just doesn't fit into that really stereotypical like um, market story. So just to pitch in like uh, maybe perhaps like a brief bio about the like founder or, and, and, and why they're, you know, the relevant expert to speak to this topic and then kind of outline within some talking points, like what are the, what are the things that they can talk to? So sometimes those talking points in itself can, can inspire the writers to craft their own, um, you know, ideas for new feature, pitches, uh, feature pieces as well. Thank you. Um, uh, Carl has asked for something I was going to ask you for. Um, would we be able to get a copy of that document that you were talking about and we can share it out with the audience? Yep, of course. Yep, sure. Perfect. And do, do you have a uh, do you have a media kit or, or anything in document form that we could also share out? Yeah, yep. Perfect. Okay. Um, I, I know you've only been... I say only, but a lot has happened in that space that you're writing in in the last five weeks. Um, what's been your favourite news story to date? Um, or something that you're proud of that you've worked yeah, on? Yeah, so um, pretty much the stories that we have the opportunity to use memes in it is always very fun. Um, so an ex latest example was yesterday with Kim Kardashian who just got that slap, that big $1.26 million, $1 million fine for shilling a, a, an altcoin last year perfect meme op so uh that's always fun um and also the switch piece um we yeah just had a meme as the header as well um stories of impact really want to be sharing a lot of that because we're a youth focused audience we actually have much more flexibility to um you know shape a, a voice about optimism um because a lot of the news a lot of newsrooms are quite doom and gloom um mm. but youth just don't really align with that kind of content as much anymore. So um, as an example, if anyone's heard about Nouns DAO, it's, it, it's an experiment where one noun, uh, sorry, one, one little NFT gets minted every single day for the rest of eternity and all the money made, made went, goes to this one treasury. So now they've got about 50,000 ETH within that treasury and then everyone who has one of the NFTs gets to um, decide on where the money is spent. Um, so Public Nouns is this project that just um, came out on Monday and it's all of the money is going to public goods. So open source infrastructure, impact infrastructure. Um, so these kind of stories of like quite radical nerds coming together for the greater good, like the, those kind of stories are really fun to tell. And, and since Monday, so it's been two days, that project's already raised 50 ETH, which is about $70,000 US. 
So that kind of stuff's cool. That's a that's a that's a really clear example of the kind of stories that that I think the chainsaw could tell clearly into the right audience in the right way that that I don't think many other news outlets could claim to. So that's a really good example. Thank you for that. Um, we're, we're just about out of time and we've already taken a few questions. There is one thing I do want to know. If, if, if there was one thing you wanted everyone to understand about the chainsaw and, and leave them with that knowledge, what would that be? About the chainsaw? Yeah. And how, um, to, how to work with you. So two-part question. So, um, so can you ask that one more time? <laughs> sure. Um, if you wanted to have everyone understand just one thing about the chainsaw, what would that be? And how to work best with you, what would that be? One thing about the chainsaw, so um, I think just being that youthful voice. So we're lucky with the chainsaw because we're a part of production group. We're like having our weekly meetings with, um, you know, Vice, Refinery29, Lifehacker, Gizmodo, Kotaku, um, who are all doing incredibly well at reaching Australia's like youngest audience. So just, I guess, um, sort of helping us contribute to that narrative of how this new world of um, uh, of culture, how that's changing the way that society actually functions um, and uh, being a part of, you know, if you're working with projects that you think are really epic and cool, then please let us know about it because, yeah, we'd love to, um, to share it, especially the more younger projects as well. Perfect. Younger ones they probably age rather than, like, projects just starting because yeah we do get a lot of shilly projects <laughs> great okay all right was there anything else that we needed to touch on today no i think that covers it um anyone can feel free to send me an email too if they've got like any other questions perfect we've popped up your uh, email in the in the chat box up there um and if uh, when we get done, if you could share that document across with me together with their media kit, we'll make sure that everyone um, that's registered will receive a copy of that together with uh, a link to the video. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Samantha Howard, for joining us. Uh, really appreciate your time. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye now. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Insider today. That was Samantha Howard from The Chainsaw. You'll receive an email with a link to the online replay shortly, and hopefully those documents will be able to zip across to you as well. We'll be back next Wednesday with Nick Hall, Editor-in-Chief at manofmany.com. I hope to see you there. Bye for now.